So this morning we're going to take a break uh, from Luke, even though we feel like we just got started, to talk some about Herb and about our hope that we have in Christ. The death of a loved one refocuses us. It grabs our attention and it holds us. When I read Thursday morning the email uh, from the announcement saying that, that Herb had died through the night, uh, my first thought was gratitude. I was grateful. And it kind of surprised me. Because outside of faith, gratitude at that moment doesn't make much sense. But I was grateful. For the last week, I've been praying for God's mercy in Herb's life. Seeing him uh, weeks before in his own home, and him talking about some of the pain in his leg, and his mobility declining. And then seeing him in the hospital, him talking again about some of the pain. And then the last time I saw him, uh, when he didn't even speak, praying for God's mercy in his life. I was thinking about it this week, preparing for this morning, that Herb gave us lots of gifts. His kindness, welcoming new people and wanting to meet them, his generosity, his laughter, his wisdom, or sometimes his wit. And as Tracy talked with the kids, his firm handshake. Even in death, he gave me and our whole church, if we'll accept it, a gift. Herb died well. And his death feels like a faithful death. A good death that strengthens us for the harder ones. I think maybe part of it was his age. You know, at nearly 102, it's easier to talk with ourselves and say, like, he had a great long life. I think part of it, too, is his character and his approach to life. But mostly, it's his faith that strengthens us. I visited Herb's, Herb a few times this last month. Like I said, a couple times in his home and a couple times at the hospital. He always mentioned one of his favorite verses, John 14, 1-4. Jesus is in the upper room with his disciples. It was the night that he was betrayed. He said, Jesus is saying to his disciples, he says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. And those words ring for us this morning. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you may also be where I am. Herb loved this passage. Pretty much every time I visited him, he talked about this passage. And oftentimes he would recite it from memory. For years, he has looked forward to his father's house, the place Jesus had prepared for him. It shaped his life, and it shaped his death. Despite his pain, he looked forward to finishing his race, and he finished it faithfully. Herb's death has gotten me thinking about the rest of us and how we view death. You know, we live in a world right now that obsesses over life. 
about the here and now, instant gratification and how can I get more of it, denial of our mortality, everything that you can think of, spend your money, like all of it, trying to make yourself look younger and stay younger longer. I'm terrified of death because they don't know much about it. But as followers of Jesus, we know a thing or two about death, about life after. Listen to these words that come from Paul. He spoke these words to the church in Corinth. He wrote them actually in a letter because he cared about them. He said, now, so in this, he's actually comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and he's talking about some that, that don't believe in the resurrection. <clears throat> and so this is near the end of it, and he says, But someone may ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish. What you sow does not, become, does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just as a seed, perhaps uh, of wheat or something else, but God gives it a body as he has determined. And to each kind of seed, he gives its own body. All flesh is not the same. Men have one kind of flesh. Animals have another. Birds another and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is one kind. The splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor. The moon another and the stars another. And star differs from star in splendor. So it will be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness or a hospital bed. And it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written. The first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that, the spiritual. The first man was of the dust of the earth. The second man from heaven. As was the earthly man, so are those who are of the earth. And as is the man from heaven, so are those who are of heaven. And just as we have borne the likeness of the earthly man, so shall we bear the likeness of the man from heaven. I declare to you, family, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For the perishable must must clothe itself with the imperishable, 
and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that it is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. I think about this passage and it reminds me of our hope that we can mourn, we can miss Herb, absolutely. But we can also be grateful that though we will all sow our natural bodies in the soil, we will all be raised with spiritual bodies. Jesus has reconciled us to our Father in heaven. Death has been defeated. Even though our natural bodies may die, we will be raised with a spiritual body. We will be with Jesus. We will see Herb again. Death still causes us pain. That's true. But we can slowly, faithfully give thanks. For, more, for Herb's mortal body has been sown but he stands now in front of Jesus right where he wanted to be. Thanks be to God. Amen.